Do you have solo economic dependency? That is, if you aren't working, you aren't making money. The Art of Passive Income Podcast is the solution. Discover passive income models so you can enjoy life on your own terms. Let freedom ring. Hey, it's Mark Podolsky at LandGeek with your favorite niche real estate website, www.thelandgeek.com. And I'm really excited for today's guests. We have a physician on that actually teaches doctors how to be debt-free. I used to work with dentists, and uh, I can tell you this is an issue. But before we talk to our guests, I'd be remiss if I didn't properly introduce my co-host, the brain, the professor, you know him, you love him, Scott Todd from scotttodd.net, landmodo.com. If you're not automating your Craigslist and your Facebook postings, postingdomination.com forward slash the land geek. Learn anything about anything, investorninjas.com. Scott Todd, how are you? Mark, I'm great. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm very excited for this interview. But before we get to our guests, I just want to let everybody know today's podcast is sponsored by none other than Flight School. Figure out how 16 weeks going up that land investing mountain, creating passive income without renters, without rehabs, without renovations, without rodents can be accomplished with Scott Todd as your Sherpa. Learn more. Just go to thelandgeek.com forward slash training, schedule a free strategy call and find out if flight school is the right path for you. Today's guest is Jeff Anzalone from debtfreeder.com. And Jeff, just real quickly, can you give us your background? Yeah, I, um, I am a periodontist, so we do uh, mouth surgery. And I got out of, when I got out of training, I uh, was supposed to join a group back here in my hometown in Louisiana. About two weeks before we, we uh, were finishing training, the group I was supposed to go in with uh, let me know that over the three-year period that we've been talking about me joining the group, those plans have basically gone away. So I'm sitting there literally 10 days out from, from graduation, married, two-month-old, had about $300,000 of student loan debt. And about two months before, now this was before the 08 crisis. So two, about two months before, I'd call my friend in high, that I grew up with in high school his dad was a banker. And I said, Hey, uh, we really like this house in my old neighborhood. Think your dad could help us out. He's like, Oh yeah, sure. So he um, just sent us a couple of paper papers to sign. We were, uh, had a, had bought a house interest only. So, you know, it was well over, if you combined everything, it's well over half a million dollars in debt, no job, uh, no clue how to start a practice, how to run a practice. So it, it was a little bit, um, it was a little bit tough at that time, so to speak. So, um, yeah, it sounds like it. So, uh, luckily I connected with some people. They helped me out a, a lot to help me network with other doctors in the area, let me rent space. So I didn't have to go into further debt, <clears throat> but, um, I took a lot of those things that I was learning along the way and, uh, that, that was kind of the catalyst to start my website, uh, debtfreedr.com. Uh, I wanted to get debtfreedoctor.com, but that uh, uh, domain was already taken. So I had to go with the debtfreedr.com. But um, that's how I started. 
And the, the more I started learning about investments and, and eventually got into passive real estate, I really just fell in love with it. And, and I realized that there's so many of us out there, doctors and other high income professionals, that the only thing that we have is our active income. And that's the only thing we focus on. And unfortunately, there's, there's things that happen. Um, you can get sick, as you know, you could get injured. There's, there's a, you know, financial crises that, that go on that uh, could also uh, you know, knock out a lot of that. And if you don't have other sources of income, um, it, it could be bad. So that, that's what I really like to do is like to just educate people on that. I love it. Scott Todd, your thoughts? You know, I think, I think that that's the thing, Mark, is, um, you know, there, there's so many people out there that want to talk about, like the Susie Ormans of the world, about debt, debt or Dave Ramsey's of the world that just talks about debt. But the, the reality is, is that it really does come down to, to kind of personal, uh, your own personal situation, right? Like, and the, the, world, the world can throw some crazy things at you, right? Like, who would have ever known what was coming, coming, down, coming down the pike in 2020, right? Like it, the, the world is a crazy place. However, that said, you know, I think that you've got to be able to always be planning to try to squash the debt. And then for us, like for me, I believe in taking that and putting it into good debt. What's the, well, what's good debt? The good debt is the, the debt that, that's going to go make me more money, right? Um, so, I, I mean, that, that's really, I think we all have to have that attention, right? There's the good debt, the bad debt. And, you know, we should really try to work hard to get that bad debt down so that who knows, just out of the blue somewhere, something just doesn't throw us off. And next thing you know, we're all hurting. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that Jeff is preaching what we preach, which is get out of solo economic dependency, which means if you're not working, you're not making any money because you are at so much risk because so many things can't happen. So Jeff, in real estate investing, what, where do you like to invest? Well, I, I started off with some different crowdfunding. Um, there was a couple of websites because that was the popular thing back in, you know, around 2017, 2018-ish. And uh, did a couple of debt deals. And then I decided to go big and did my first equity deal with a website by the name of Realty Shares. Remember that? And uh, I remember Realty Shares, sure. So, um uh, really the, the way that I was approaching it was probably like most people do they, they're putting all their faith in a website because the website was telling us, Hey, we go through hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of deals that were pitched to us every month. And we're only going to put the best deals out there to you. And so only thing that I did was I'd scroll through and look at the pretty pictures of the property and go, ooh, that one is paying the most. Ooh, that one's paying the most. I'm gonna pick that one. So I picked that one, which was a, uh, an apartment complex in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So after six, eight, 10 months of not hearing from them or getting any money, I reached out to them. And then that's when they said, well, things aren't looking too well in the area, we'll get back with you. <clears throat> Literally two months later, uh, Realty Shares went under, as you know. Uh, completely. Another company has since taken it over and they, they sent out a letter to all of us saying, Hey, we're going to do what we can. But unfortunately the sponsor put too much money in the deal. It was apartment complex too fast. Uh, it was a 
crime infested area. So more people were moving out than moving in. Long story short, every investor lost every bit of their money there. So that's how I started my real estate experience. That sounds thrilling. How do you recover from that experience and continue? That's a good question. I, um, <clears throat> I, I'm a big uh, Rocky and Rambo guy. So and I'm just, I'm all about, hey, you know what? You just keep getting hit. You keep getting hit. But if, if you're not moving forward, if you're not learning from your stakes, then you're going to just be sitting in a chair your whole life pouting. So I made it a point then that, you know what? I, not only did I need to educate myself on how to do this, but I needed to help educate others because I know this is going to be happening to other people. And it had been because as, as a, as a doctor, you know, we have a pretty big target on our chest, like sucker, Hey, we get pitched all kinds of stuff, you know, all the time. And, oh yeah, you know, we, we were not so much me, but most people, most doctors, physicians, dentists, or whatever, were so used to making good grades, I guess, and, and kind of being that upper education. A lot of times it gets to our heads. So just because we may be quote school smart, we think we're smart at everything, including investments, including real estate. So you know, we think, oh yeah, we're so smart. We're just going to do this deal and we know what's going to happen. And then, you know, as, as I quickly found out, I didn't have a clue and I'm an idiot for doing it because hundred percent my fault, nobody else. I, I take the blame. So that was, that was a really the push to get me to start learning, listening to podcasts, podcasts like yours, listen, reading books, going to events, networking with people, meeting people, knowing who you're going to do business with potentially. And then that's how I started getting back off my feet to begin getting into uh, typically multifamily syndications. And that's what, that's kind of the, what I'm doing now. Okay, great. Scott Todd, what are your thoughts? You know, Mark, the, um, I mean, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot there. I think that, I mean, I've known a lot of doctors and I think, you know, a lot of doctors. And the thing is, is that, um, a lot of times the, the doctors that are out there, like Jeff said, they're, they're smart guys, smart men and women, they're smart people. And the reality is, is that they're, they're smart about what they know. And then sometimes you think that the smartness continues for everything. The intelligence continues for everything. And I'm not saying that it can't, right? But essentially, uh, when you start to get into some of the analytical stuff, that goes into some of the real estate investing or some of the pieces. That's where I think sometimes people struggle. And it's not just doctors per se. I think it's anybody like you can do like land investing without being an analytical person, but you start to get into some of these multifamily things, you know, and, and the one thing I don't like is I don't like giving my money to, to a syndicate or anybody else. I want to, I want to know the operators. I want to like know that I can grab them uh and, and be like shaking them what's going on you know i i, I want to be able to touch them okay not just like oh this company this website went out of business whatever and so i think that that's really one of the things that i think is nice about land is that ultimately uh in what we do it's not that analytical depth that you know that you might get with the multifamily. and at the same time uh these are these are assets that you own right this is a real asset that you're you're buying um and jeff by the way just as a side note too uh, yeah, yeah. Crowd, crowdsourcing, like uh, peer-to-peer lending. I loved that, right? Like I loved that whole concept. 
of peer-to-peer uh, -peer lending back in the day, and I think it's still viable, but eh, the yields aren't that great, I don't think. Mm -hmm. so, so, Jeff, how do you help then other doctors and um, you know people that were in a similar situation with you, maybe they're getting out of uh, school, they're loaded on with debt, how do you help them create a plan? Well, actually, uh, I, when I got out of training, I was a big Dave Ramsey follower. And I'm glad I, I'm glad I was because he really helped me really focus on getting rid of that student loan debt, getting rid of that consumer debt. And uh, about two years ago, I went through his uh, financial coaching certification, not to coach, but just to know how to relate to people, what type of questions to ask them. Because for instance, I spoke with a, a young dentist last year that wanted to get into real estate. And after asking him a lot of questions and what I'd been trained, come to find out he was about a million dollars in debt, uh, you know, everything total, practice debt, mortgage and everything. And I, and I said, well, you can do what you want, but I really don't recommend that you get into real estate right now until you clean up some of this stuff. So um, that, that really helped me a lot to, cause I, I want to be, I want to give somebody, educate them, but I also want to sort of tell them whether they should do it or, or not do it based on my experience and what I've learned. I see. Great. Great. I, I remember I used to work with dentists uh, as a dental broker and um, I don't know if you've ever heard of a company called AFTCO. Yeah. But that was, yeah, that was like uh, my first job out of college and, yeah. um, and doing all that. And it was really interesting when we would dive into the financial aspects of the dentist that a lot of them, it seemed like they wanted to keep up with the Dr. Joneses. So even if they weren't making the same amount of income as some of their peers, they spent the money as to it would look like they did. So when they would go to the conference, they would have the luxury car and they'd have the big watch and those types of things. And um, is this something that you, you see now? I mean, this is for me, it was like, you know, 20 something years ago. What, what's really amazing to me is, as I did a little bit of coaching a couple of years ago, it was more practice management but it was so eye-opening to me how many dentists, physicians, specialists that were over 60, over 65 that, that were broke. And, and these are people with million-dollar-plus practices. And you probably saw it if you worked with AFCO. I, oh, I, I, I saw it all the time. I remember it was very poignant, um, my first uh, sort of consultation when I went through the numbers. And I, I said to this older couple, they were in their 60s, I said, well, you know, how long do you plan on living? Because you can't afford to sell your practice right yeah. now based on what you have uh, in retirement, you know, at this current spending level. And they're crying. I'm like, look, it's okay. We'll come up with a plan. But yeah, it was, you know, for a kid my age to be saying that somebody in their 60s was very, very hard to do. Yeah, it, it was, it was, it was very eye opening. It's very mind boggling. And it was always excuses. Well, I had to pay my practice off and then I had to save up for my kids college. And then we had a wedding and then this and that, and now we're 65 and we've got $22,000 in the bank. When can I retire? Never, you know, I mean, just right. be honest. 
I mean, you're going to have to do some sort of work unless you want to just cut it back to beans and rice, rice and beans, you know, but other than that, it's, it's, but, you know, as, as somebody that, you know, an attorney, a doctor, dentist, you know, we, we start so far behind the eight ball when we get out, we're older, we're usually in our thirties. We usually have a lot more debt, but think about it. When we get out, all of our friends have been working for 10 or 12 years. So we want everything that they've accomplished now. We want the house, we want the country club, we want the cars, even though we have, they're so much far ahead of us, even though they typically make less money than we do. And I think that's a mindset of a lot of people. To be honest with you, that was my mindset because I wasn't really worried about student loans because, hey, I, I'm gonna, I was gonna get out, have a good job, have a good income, and then boom, it all went away. And I, and I completely changed my thinking. And it really took me a long time to get out of that scarcity mentality not having that abundance mentality because it, because I've saw how quick it could be taken away from you. And I was always just super, super cautious and I'm still kind of like that some, but not as bad, but that, that really took me a while to get over. Yeah, I get it. Scott, Ty, what are your thoughts? You know, um, Mark, I think to, to each their own, right? Like you got, you got to build, you got to, you got to go at your own pace. I think that what Jeff said, the one thing I got out of what he just said was that, you know, oftentimes when doctors get, get out of school, they're behind the curve, right? Like people have been working for years, they're further ahead. And then what happens is human nature starts to judge success or judge things based on someone else's, you know, a different chapter in someone else's life. You always say like the, uh, the thief of happiness is, uh, what? Uh, yeah. Comparison is a thief of happiness. Yeah. Yeah. So ultimately that's what happens. And you know, like Mark, the, the one thing that I'll see with people sometimes is people will ask about like my passive income or your passive income or whatever. And it's like, you can't, it's a nice goal to have like, okay, I want to have that one day. But oftentimes what people do is they take that, that number and it's just a number is all it is, but they take the number and they're like, you know what, man, I want that. And oh, how long did it take for you to quit your job too? Oh, well, I'm going to beat that. And so then they put these artificial time horizons on success. And next thing you know, they're miserable, right? Like, oh, I didn't get it. It didn't, it's not going to work for me because I had already in one month, I thought I would do 10 deals. I didn't do any first month. Well, I didn't do 10 deals my first month either right? Like I did one. Okay. Like that's the way that it is. It starts off slow and you keep building, you just keep chiseling away. And that's why some of the, the coach, other coaches stories just, I think are beautiful. Like Mimi, it's just three years. She just kept chiseling away or Scott Bossman, multiple years. And you know, I think that, that like what Jeff is saying too, is you cannot get locked in based on where other people are. You gotta just, you just gotta get, do your own pace and, you'll get there. Don't try to rush it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so Jeff, we're now at that point in the podcast where we're going to ask you for your tip of the week, a website, a resource, a book, something actionable for the art of passive income listeners to go improve their businesses, improve their lives. What have you got? That's a good question. Uh, one of the things that I, uh, and this is nothing new advice for sure, but it, it really has helped me along the way. And I, and I, and when I talk to people about real estate or syndications and they kind of have that kind of glossy look over their eye, like, you know, what are you talking about? I'm not really sure. And I'm like, look, unless you can explain it to a fifth grader, don't do it. 
you know, don't, don't, not just real estate, anything, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, land, whatever, whatever it is. If, if you're not comfortable with it or you don't think it's right for you, if you don't know it, just kind of like I didn't know it with the realty shares deal. I didn't know about all that. I had no business to, to do that. So um, if you can't, if you don't know what you're getting into, you can't explain it to a fifth grader. Uh, my advice is don't do it. And, and I try to, to, to put, put articles, put education on my site, uh, debtfreedr.com to, to help with a lot of that. And, and a lot of the information that I get is from uh, readers, subscribers that email me, Hey Jeff, what do you mean by this? Or can you talk about this? And that way I can kind of provide them what they're looking for. All right. Great. Great. I think that's really sage advice. Scott Todd, what's your tip of the week? Mark, you know, people like to go to Facebook. They like to go to Twitter. They like to like look at your profile and they get to your profile. And then there's that big banner thing up there at the top of it. And, you know, sometimes they look good. Sometimes they're like, what am I even looking at? Well, if you really want to, I don't know, have your profile look good, check out mindyourbanners.com. Mindyourbanners.com. And uh, like they got a whole bunch of uh, pretty cool images up there. Uh, that you can get for your banner. I don't know. Something to, wow. to, to kill some spare time. Are they, are these free? Uh, yeah, they are. Huh. Look at this. Very cool. I could change up my banner. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. Something different, Mark. Yeah, I like this. All right, mindyourbanners.com. Well, as great as this tip is, Scott Todd, it's not going to get you out of debt where my tip of the week absolutely could. So check out and I just lost it. Here it is. Debtfreedoctordr.com. Debtfreedr.com. And here's just the blog is, you know, you're really prolific with the, with the, the blog, Jeff, like you're blogging a lot the coronavirus financial survival kit for healthcare professionals, the one thing, how much money is enough, multiple streams of income, four ways to make money in real estate, seven ways to invest in real estate without buying property. What's the preferred return on real estate investing? I mean, there is a lot in here and it's like, like every two days you're, you're blogging. I love it. Thank you. It's uh, it's, and I've always, and you, you probably heard people say, Whenever you find something that you love to do, it doesn't feel like work. And I've always been like, oh yeah, whatever. But it's, it's really true. Once you find something you're passionate about, it's, it, it doesn't feel like you're going to work at all. It's awesome. And I'm sure you guys feel the same way too with what you're doing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to thank the listeners. Just remind you that the only way, the only way we're getting quality of guests like a Dr. Jeff Anzalone from debt, freedr.com is if you do us three little favors, you got to subscribe, you got to rate, you've got to review the podcast, send us a screenshot of that review to support at thelandgeek.com. We're going to send you the $97 passive income launch kit course for free, as well as the latest wholetailing course, how to double your money 30 days or less. Uh, Dr. Jeff, are we good? Sounds great. I, I really appreciate and honor to be on your podcast. Uh, keep up the good work, what you're doing. It's, you're making a difference. Thank you. Thank you. Scott Todd, are, you, are, are we good? We're good, Mark. 
All right, let's do this. One, two, three. Let, Let freedom, freedom ring. ring. Yeah. All right. Not bad. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Art of Passive Income podcast. Start your journey at www.thelandgeek.com and www.scotttaub.net. Rate and review the podcast and email support at thelandgeek.com. Your screenshot for a free passive income launch kit.